Welcome back. My name is Chick Steiner. This is the Short-Sighted Podcast where we talk about all things myopia, short-sightedness, and the giant scam that is glasses. Today we have on Alex who improved his eyesight from minus 3.75 doctors all the way back to passing the DMV without needing glasses, which is an amazing accomplishment. And Alex will explain to you in his own words right now. Uh, yeah, my name is Alex. Um, I started um, in, I guess, in 2016. Uh, optometrist told me I needed negative uh, three in my left eye, negative 3.75 in my right eye with um, just a quarter diopter of astigmatism in the right eye. Um, and uh, currently I'm wearing, um, really, I'm not really wearing glasses in general. Um, I also wear them sometimes when I'm driving. I'll wear them in certain situations, like, uh, you know, sometimes if I'm watching TV or something, um, far enough away, doing a little active focus on subtitles, I wear like negative 3.75. But in general, um, I'm not wearing any glasses day to day. I did pass the vision exam uh, at the DMV, so I don't, I'm not like required to wear glasses while I drive. Um, and, you know, especially when it's sunny out. There's no issues there seeing, um, you know, read street signs, read everything just fine. Um, and where, so yeah. And, and you're saying you're wearing what when you're watching TV sometimes? Sometimes I'll wear um, negative uh, 0 0.75. 0 0.75, yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And that's not that long from 2016. Well, it is kind of long, I guess, 2016 well, to now. Well, I started, I started um, in January of 2018 so i didn't actually start in december i december of 2016 is when i was given that correction and i haven't been to the optometrist since so that's why oh. that's why i said that. so i actually started improving um my vision in january of 2018 and so i'm just over pretty much exactly two years right now nice and would you what, how did you find myopia in the first place um, I don't know. I probably have a somewhat similar story to a lot of people. Um, I guess longer version would be, um, you know, I got that, you know, correction in 2016. I didn't actually order glasses at the time, though, because I felt like, well, I see fine. So what's the point? You know, I didn't have anything wrong with my glasses. I actually went in because I had a floater in my right eye like you know just like a little i don't know what you call it maybe that is the correct term or not but it's like just a little dot that was really annoying <laughs> and i had it for a while so i went in just to you know have a look at my eye make sure there wasn't anything wrong with my eye i guess because i i didn't know what was normal so anyway he said oh yeah it's fine whatever your eyes got worse you know dilated my eyes of course and did that whole thing too um but he told me I needed stronger correction and it was just like, just like slightly stronger than what I had before. And I'd never had astigmatism correction before. And after hearing like, you know, a quarter diopter of astigmatism correction, it was just kind of like, huh, that's like weird, you know? And I, I, I thought kind of crossed my mind at that point. Like, again, a, a thought I've had a few other times, you know, maybe, maybe glasses do cause myopia or like make it worse. But I didn't really think about it too much after that. And pretty much a whole year had passed. 
And then I uh, heard about um, my uncle, actually, somewhat, <laughs> somewhat similar story to Matt. My uncle got an email that he found it in his junk about um, some like pills or something to fix your eyes. Um, and so like, he'd said something to me about it or to my wife about it for who knows what reason. But anyway, um, so it got me thinking like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's definitely not. That's just silly. You know, whatever, something that could make your eyes better. That's ridiculous. And then, uh, I don't know, I was driving in my car, like a few days later, I just felt like the Lord tell me, like, you can fix your eyes. Like, I just, and I just knew it. I knew with absolute certainty, somehow, I could reverse my myopia and fix my eyes or something. I knew something was possible. Um, but I, did, I had no idea how. So, of course, I jump on YouTube and uh, start doing a bunch of searches, come across, um, the base method and to start looking at all of that stuff, you know, to put your, do the palming, you know, look at the sun and go like this or whatever during like a sunset or whatever. Um, but you know, they said you can't wear your glasses at all. So I tried taking them off and just like, Oh, I'm just going to live my life without my glasses. That was terrible, you know, a terrible 20 minutes until I decided that was stupid. <laughs> Cause it was just so blurry. You just, I couldn't, I couldn't do life like that. It was just not possible. Um, and then I came across one of Angie Hepp's videos and it was titled something like, um, quitting Bates method. She found something else or something to that effect. So I started watching that and, uh, she talked about and myopia and I was like, Oh, there we go. This looks like this looks, this looks legit. She was explaining it. And it sounded sounded like something that made sense. So I went and checked it out, and uh, yeah, that's it. Angie Angie has some good videos too, and I noticed like yeah. some of her stuff has like a million views, which is kind of ironic yeah. because like we've been doing this, and it's probably because of my face and the ramblings, but we get like tiny little amounts of attention, and then Angie makes one video, and everybody gets to see it. It's funny though. Yeah, she had some really good videos. Yeah, she puts effort into it too. Like she explains stuff well and she's got like good lighting and everything, like she's, she's on point. Even your videos, I've watched some of your stuff and I'm like, you put more effort into this than I have yeah. since the dawn right. of our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I don't know, my, my first video, I was so, so orange. I had the <laughs> exposure off of the camera and I could not fix it in post. It was just, it was just demolished, but I couldn't re-record. So <laughs> just, that would have been, I don't know, too much, a lot of time. Was it an easy process for you? Did you run into any challenges? Were you just reducing the opters? Was there anything particular that, that you feel like is a highlight of your journey? Well, I don't know. Like some people have a really hard time getting active focus. And I feel like that was kind of me as well. Um, I tried for a while I like really tried, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get it at first. So, you know, I, I kind of took a break, didn't try it, didn't do it for a little while. And, um, I probably even like three months had went by or so, and I still haven't really, like, I believed in it. I'm like 
thinking about it a lot. I'm like reading stuff, but I hadn't actually had that active focus moment. And I, I was looking at a, it was like a remote and I was holding it at about arm's length and it had this teeny tiny white writing on it. I cleared it up and it was like, whoa, like that's it. It's crazy. And um, so that was a really big moment. And then that was super encouraging too. And uh, that was kind of about the time, you know, because I started in January. So that was about the time summer was coming. And um, it was a great opportunity to spend a lot of time outside, get a lot of really good active focus in. And then my improvement was, um, was felt like at that point, which was going really, really fast. And um, I remember my first, my first reduced, I guess something that stuck out to me, my first reduction that I did my first like lower correction you know I measured and my centimeters and then got like a quarter diopter lower than that um right away I got them in the evening and I was super excited I put them on I'm like yeah things are a little bit blurry and I went to Walmart and it was I thought this is terrible I can't read I can't read anything like these are barely like these aren't even like these are pretty strong, like, you know, they're like two point something and, you know, they're both about two ish two something. And I just, I couldn't read anything. It was just, everything was just so stinking blurry. Of course, that was the end of the day. I probably had extraciliary spasm, but um, it cleared up really quick after that. Probably within a week, I was feeling really confident with those classes. Yeah, the, the, that, the kind of lighting, that fluorescent lighting in those places is yeah. also really mess with you. And then for, for people who listen to this or watch this, the zero adopter reset, also really important. I always say, don't wear glasses for a while before you switch and start off new glasses in the morning. So you avoid this, this experience because it can be pretty discouraging, right? Like if you yeah. get new glasses and you're wearing the high adopter first, like your, your visual cortex is expecting a certain amount of clarity. Like you said, you just went through the whole day already. So you probably have some ciliary spasm, it's dark. And then you're going to a place that only has fluorescent lighting yeah. and you're wearing the low adopters. It's like stacking all the odds against yeah. you. And for, for yeah. people who have, were still skeptical and if that's your first experience, that's like, wow, that this is. And from there, it can be more challenging to continue because you have this mental space where you're like, wow, these suck. So when you put them on, you're not enjoying clarity. It's like more blur, right? Like, so zero adopter, not wearing glasses first and starting them off fresh is super helpful because then you don't have this context of yeah stuff used to be more clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard when things get really blurry, but I, I think that that was kind of, I'm not necessarily recommending that people do that, but one thing that I thought was really cool about that experience is I remember it was very clear in my mind how like horrifically blurry everything was. And then really within a week things were so much better you know i mean it was like it was just so obvious like super obvious that my eyes you know had to have improved you know what i mean yeah and that adaptation goes both ways because people tell the same stories when they first get glasses it's like yeah my eyesight wasn't amazing but then they put glasses on things get so much clearer, but then when you take them off, everything that was sort of okay before is now a huge blur. Like this adaptation, right. th it's weird to me that, that this is such a, an alien concept, right? Like that this, 
this adaptation of your eyes goes in both directions just about the same way. Like stronger glasses and weaker glasses have the same but opposing effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember that exact same experience when I first got glasses. I didn't think I needed them um, until I put them on and then I compared and I was like, oh man, like <clears throat> I, that sign across the street is definitely clear with these glasses on. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure I had ciliary spasm at the time, you know, but um, I mean, I was reading the sign across the street, so <laughs> clearly it wasn't like really bad, so. Yeah, and then from then you were just, how, how, uh, how often were you making reductions? Um, at first, I was going really, really fast. Um, probably uh, almost a diopter a month. And, um, but it was summertime, spending a lot of time outside, and it completely consumed my thought life. I mean, like, day and night, it's like I'm always thinking active focus, active focus, active focus. And I'm like, clear it up, clear it up. You know, look over here, clear it up. And so um, I don't know if, if maybe, you know, that had something to do with it too, but uh, I don't know. I first, that first, you know, 2018 summer, um, super fast improvements. Then as winter came, um, improvement definitely slowed but still kept a decent pace. And then once I got down to about one diopter or so, could really tell that seemed like the improvement was slowing. And so um, I've been wearing probably the 0 0.75, 0 0.075 um, for like over six months, probably. Um, of course, I guess I'm not really wearing them very often, but uh, that's kind of where I've been at for a while. And I think part of it's my work. Um, I repair computers and phones for a living. And so I spend a lot of time, like, super close up. Like, when I'm fixing a phone, I'm probably, like, 10 inches away from it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I ha and I have to be. I have to be, like, you know, right there. So... Um, I've started wearing a uh, plus 0.5 um, for a lot of my close-up now. And so, you know, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, that's, and that's, I have a whole thing on that that's not publicly released yet. And I'm hesitant because people always going, everybody always wants a shortcut, right? And as long, as soon as you hear, oh, plus lenses, Last year or the year before, it was a huge, there was just a flood of people, for whatever reason, being all about plus lenses, and that finally stopped, because it's kind of a case-by-case -case thing. But like what you're doing, a little bit of plus, especially if you start off wearing them just a little bit, and then seeing how that works, and then wearing a little bit more, but not necessarily all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, again, because you already know active focus and having active focus practice, combining that with plus lens wear, like maybe half the time depends really where your comfort level is, can be pretty helpful with that last diopter, especially when work requirements are just something you can't help. Right. <clears throat> like I wear plus lenses too, because I do, I, I trade and like editing these videos and stuff, like there's just, mm -hmm. there's too much close up time 
And when I yeah. step away from it, I'm just like, okay, I can feel the ciliary spasm. I can feel like how my vision is not resolving very quickly. And you just, at that point, it makes sense to compensate a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah, like do you fixing Mac? That, do you think that that's a good, like, plus 0.5? Do you think that's good? Yeah. It primarily, it mainly depends on the distance. Um, I also generally recommend to buy not drugstore glasses, like get decent right. quality, quality lenses. I, that. I tried the, the ones at Walmart. Oh my gosh. They were like, they were so bad. I, I couldn't, I threw them away. <laughs> so I had a, then I ordered some. So yeah, that's definitely true. If don't buy the ones at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And you can also, you can also go a bit higher, like considering where you're at, depending at the close distance, there's nothing wrong with buying a plus 0.75 and a plus one and just having yeah. them around and then maybe taking a half an hour of a day where you're just feeling it and trying the 0.75. Don't rush it. Right. Because just like with minus focal planes, it's all in the, the stimulus opportunities all in one focal plane change, right? Like, so don't go on. Oh, now I'm putting on the plus one and now I'm putting on, like, just, just pick the slightly higher one. Try that for a little while. Don't overdo it, right? Because you're going to start feeling your eyes get dry and you're going to start feeling a little bit of strain. At that point, the benefit of plus is totally negated. But just a little bit, you can play with it and just see where your tolerance is. And also consider that any change that you'll notice from the plus may take a few months. Right. So right. The, the biggest, the biggest mistake people make is making too many focal plane changes and overdoing the process in general. Right. So with plus, especially you just want to take it super easy yeah. go, I'm going to assume this works. I'm going to wear them part of the time and then just spend two or three months just not thinking about it again, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It is easy to get ahead of yourself. That's for sure. Um, like what I was, is the, seems like the closer you get, like the lower you get, the easier it is to to go too fast. You know, there was a couple of times when you get a little carried away, like, oh, you, you know, you put on like the next, because I'd order like a few at a time, you know, the next few reductions or whatever, you know, put on the next week or one and be like, oh, this is fine. Look at that. I can, I can clear this up. But like, it's just, you know, you, if it's too much blur, even if you can kind of clear it up, it's just like, it's not sustainable to be like, trying to do that much, you know, fill that big of a gap all the time, I guess. Yeah. And it introduces too much strain. This is a super common yeah. thing. A lot of people do it. It's, it's, it's probably the number one thing. Like once you figure out that it works and you're making reductions, the, the desire to go too fast, like I'm doing this now is really common as opposed to going, okay, I'm making tweaks to my lifestyle as it affects my eyesight and my vision will improve like that's that will be the right way but what, what a lot of people do is like this is what i'm all about now and then a lot of people just have to go through this experience of of wow okay that was too fast and then the second go around is kind of more the right mm -hmm. you know it's like you gotta you can you can say it right like you can say it, but some things you kind of got to learn the the hard way sort of you try it's like no i can do it faster right but yeah for sure you just end up with more blur challenge and there's especially when you have active focus and especially once you figure out how much lighting plays a role there is a lot of wiggle room 
right? Like you have mm -hmm. a adopter, you've got a adopter in half, maybe two, depending on lighting, where you can tell yourself, I'm still fine with this. But the amount of strain that you're creating, if you're really being honest with yourself, like eyes feel dry, eyes feel tired, right? Like a lot of times you're just like giving up and there's blur and you're just pretending it's not there is super common versus just saying, I'm going down a little bit. Or in this case of plus, it's just saying, maybe I'm stepping it up a little bit and then I'm leaving it alone for three months or even six months, you know, just, just small doses of it. And then when you regroup and recheck six months from now, you're like, wow, that I'm down from the minus 0.75 to minus half doctor maybe, right? Yeah. That's all it is. And also the, the other difficult part is when you're that low, the difference between minus 0.75 and minus half doctor is really hard to quantify because the difference mm -hmm. between a good day and a bad day and a bit of ciliary spasm and a bit of lighting change makes such a big difference that it's super yeah. hard to gauge other than, again, like looking at the, at the bigger picture, right? Like you're passing by the same sign all week and you're like, yeah, it really is clearer than it was. Yeah. More patience is required than with high adopters. It's really easy to tell when you're at that minus three point something level, it's so much easier to go. This is better than when you're at, at that one diopter or less. Yeah, for sure. And even like, cause the difference, even the difference of like not wearing glasses and then wearing like my negative 0.75 is sometimes feels like, you know, in certain, in certain situations, it can feel pretty negligible. You know, it's like, it's like, um, it doesn't really feel that much different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> and what, what, and when you're at that point, the idea of what I really like to do or used to like to do is try to act a focus, especially in low light. Cause at where you're at, when there's good lighting, you can almost not tell the difference, but if you're in low light or yeah. in a movie theater or somewhere where you really need that extra little bit is try to act yeah. a focus without the glasses first then put them on because then you're actively comparing the clarity and then you get it. And then like yeah. in your brain, you're like, Oh, okay. It's this much clearer. And then you have that active focus tweak to the level where you're actually using lenses versus you're just not wearing them and everything's pretty decent and you're wearing them and you're like, Oh, this really doesn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. You're kind of negating the benefit of combining active focus and that little bit of minus to get you that clarity. So it can be really helpful to go without them, with them. And then once you have that dialed in, then they work a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a, a big difference at night. It's little tiny details. Once you're at this point, right? Like it's kind of easy in the beginning and it's kind of easy when you're dealing with a number of doctors but everything is much more like tweak levels when you're where you're at like the difference between that last doctor and proper 2020 is lots of little tweaks and and just patience mm -hmm. right yeah yeah Especially, i'd say i think when you're higher up it feels more it's just it's easier it's easier to pick what you, what like what what you need to go down to and um it's just things are more clear I guess oh. less clear, you know. <laughs> Especially if you're fixing computers. Like there you're, the good thing there is you're, you're probably varying the distance quite a bit. The worst part is yeah. screens because you're like at the same fixed distance staring at a single focal plane all the time. And there's no yeah. movement in the ciliary muscle. Like when you're working mm -hmm. on a three-dimensional thing, at least 
as much as you're changing the distance, the, the muscle keeps changing, right? Like you're, you keep adjusting the, the focal length a little bit, still better. Yeah. Than just. Yeah. Yeah. When I, it also was working on computers. It's when I was higher diopters, it was, um, you know, you have your differential correction. And um, so I was constantly like, you know, switching glasses for like doing this or doing that. So it's nice now that I'm low enough that, you know, I, you know, if I do wear glasses, just something distance, I, I do a lot of on-site service as well. So I go to people's houses and, you know, I go in there wearing like my full correction, you know, or, you know, my like normalized. And then I'll like pull out another pair of glasses, work on their computer, <laughs> put that one down. And, um, you know, then I leave, I put those glasses away and get my other pair of glasses. So, you know, this kind of felt a little awkward for a little while, but, uh, you know, got through it. <laughs> Also, in some cases, what can work is using bifocals. Um, yeah. Not multifocal lenses because, that. yeah, because multifocals are no good because they, there's, a, there's a degree of change in adopters that I'm not a fan of. Like you want one set of adopters up top and one set of adopters lower. But then you got to train yourself to not look straight ahead because the, the problem people right. have with those is, they buy them, the concept is right, but it only works if you look down, which isn't right. something, in, for a lot of people, that's not what you do by default, right? Like, so if you raise the device to look at it straight on, then that doesn't work. So that's kind yeah. of a, but in some cases, like if you have to do a lot of distance close, distance close, distance close, it's sometimes worth to train yourself to go, okay, I'm going by focus for this, and I'm also always looking down for the close-up. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times I would, um, as I said this in my video too, but you know, I'd, if, if your eyes are good enough, you can see the close thing, you know, I would, I got a pair of glasses. Yeah. I'd put them on like this, which, uh, you know, looks pretty funny, but, uh, you know, look up and you're seeing through them and look down like at your, at your phone or whatever you're looking at down and you're not looking through them anymore. So yeah. Tweaks. It's little tweaks. But at yeah. this point, like at the point that you know what you're doing, it's easier to make that adjustment. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we'll leave it at that so it doesn't turn into a super long one. I appreciate okay. it. Thanks for being on. And I'll also link your other videos so people can watch those. All right. So that was our chat with Alex. Of course, I'm still getting used to this whole podcast format and my interview style is not completely amazing. But the important takeaway here, obviously, is that it is possible to improve your eyesight. Even though these are all anecdotal experiences, even though this is not one amazing clinical study, there's a ton of evidence that myopia is caused by glasses and a mounting amount of evidence that you can reverse myopia, which makes sense if you consider how vision biology works. For more on this, visit nmyopia.org where we talk a lot about the science, we reference a lot of the clinical studies that you can also find on Google, and we have a lot, lot, lot more of these individual experiences. Hope you enjoyed this one. There'll be another one coming soon.